Podcast. Oh, g'day, film fans. I'm Dave. I'm Ryan. And I'm John. And welcome back to The Love of Cinema, a pod in which we'll challenge one another to discuss movies, both new and old, with a strictly positive critical eye. That's right. And to keep us honest, we have turned this into a drinking game. I had nothing to do with this. I didn't suggest this Ooh, at all. It's a drinking totally game. Did. If anyone says anything negative about a film, because we're a positive podcast, they'll hear this sound. And that oh. means we have to drink. Drink! So everybody pour yourselves a glass and we're going to wade into the minefield that is, was it really that bad this week? Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. Uh, and, and Ryan, what did you suggest for was it really that bad this week? Uh, By the way, welcome, uh, yeah, welcome, welcome back. back, Ryan. Welcome yeah. back, Ryan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've, you've heard him before on this pod. Yes. He is joining us again all the way from Japan. So excited yeah. to have you back. Yeah, what did you make us potentially drown well, ourselves in alcohol in this week <laughs> i have to explain uh, a little faux pas on my side uh, <laughs> i thought this great. that this film was uh, so i thought that superman 3 was actually superman 4 see in my mind my memory uh drunk superman fighting drunk superman was a different film to the f- superman film that had richard Pryor in it so when dave pointed out that no 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 that's actually superman 3 i was like oh shit I oh, don't think I've ever seen Superman four, and so last night I sat down and and added a, a film to my list of the the films I should have seen by now, which was Superman four: Quest for Peace. Yes, I'm Sorry, in boys. a I'm in a very similar situation because this is kind of a double whammy for we, for me as well. Uh, and we will get into it when we start discussing and everything. But I too had never seen this, as well as now completely understand. Was it really that bad? So, so, so we'll be having a. Oh, oh, oh. It started already. All right. So, basically, to quickly explain the rules, we're going to make a random roll in a second. Uh, we don't know what's coming. Uh, someone is going to be on the positive debate team of no, this is not bad at all. Someone's going to be on the negative team, as in yes, this was really that bad. And one of us is going to be a moderator who sits in the middle and just buzzes the crap out of everyone. <laughs> so, uh, is everybody oh. ready to find out what their roles are? I guess so. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I'm hitting this. I'm nervous. I am nervous. Juicy sound effect. <laughs> Juicy sound effect. That's great on a podcast. Um, Ryan, you are moderator. Okay. Oh, All right. Arm your fingers. Well done. Well done. My John, right. cool, you're cool. the negative team. Oh, what a what a surprise! <laughs> what a, oh my God, Dave, I am on are the you ready? Team. I, I am now. You want a second to get your notepad? <laughs> second to get a shotgun. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you should have to. You should have to drink. Oh, yeah, like I didn't a, get away with that. Just okay. preemptively. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thought I got away right, with Well, that I'll one, be drunk no. by the end of this. Okay, okay so um, basically, to, to start it off, Superman 4 um, had a lot of production problems when it was first started. Uh, this is just a setup. I'm not in, in the rules yet. Uh, Warner Brothers funded this. Warner Brothers funded this film for thirty six million dollars, but it, the rights were bought by a production company who was kind of failing, and they they only used seventeen million and diverted the rest to try and fund other projects to save the company. So this thing wow. went from a thirty six million dollar budget to a seventeen million dollar budget. Six months worth of flying scenes were cut down to thirty days of shooting. <laughs> uh, it's you know it's. It had everything stacked against it. So now we're going to discuss how it how it coped with that. Holy All shit, right. dude. Yeah, that's crazy context. Also, weirdly, had Wes Craven attached to direct at one point. 
I, I read that. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine the film you would have got? I, yeah. <laughs> well, any anything would have been, um, well, yeah. I'm not, I'm not arguing. I'm moderating. So <laughs> yeah. I, you can I'm, say I'm whatever impartial. you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Any, any other take on this would have been far more interesting. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I feel like interesting moderators I maybe, from the buzzer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Shall we begin? Um let's should, why don't yeah. we start? Uh Dave, it was such a nice setup and I feel like you're already in the positive uh, uh mood for this film. So, why don't we start you off with uh the the positive point of view? Well, I can tell you that one of the one of the things that really stands out for me when you're watching this, um it does introduce the John Cryer Gene Hackman team up because John Cryer is cast as the nephew in this film of Lex Luthor. And it's this wonderful character, Lenny, who I think was repurposed from Lena. Um, and because, you know, God forbid we have an evil female at that point in time in movies. Um, but the, the, um, the team up between those two, I feel like it worked really, really well. And I just love the fact that John Cryer then went on, to, went on to be Lex Luthor in the Supergirl series on the CW. Yeah. Ah... It was a good tip. Yes, it was. I, I, I was pretty surprised when he, he, he faced that up. Mm. And also, only Superman film to have him change in a phone booth. They went there. They did it. Wow, so, is that really true? Yeah, that's the that's, only one? It's the only one. Every other time, like, they make a joke out of it. He runs up to, like, a standing payphone and stuff, and he, like, he, there's no way for him to change, or he runs into a revolving door. Never steps into a phone booth until this, this film. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Well, uh, is that your entire argument, Dave? Yeah, I was gonna say. I think yes, that's, yes, that's so all that... you got, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, no, this has this has this so much else. Like, it's you've got Christopher Reeve, Gene Hackman, John Cryer, Mark Pillow. Like, it's uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. I, know, I mean, as a, as a... low rent. As a guy, it was his acting debut and his swan song in one film. So he, because he, he pretty much only ever did two episodes of TV after this, and that that was <laughs> yeah, it. He I was mean, like, I've peaked. I've I've done what I came here to do. I cannot. I, I've done Superman for. I am Nuclear Man. I'm going to be a cultural icon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean. <laughs> Look, I, I, yeah, I'm really I mean, trying here. John, this, no, this is great. I want to hear. I want to hear what else you've got. That was. Uh, I, I, you're, I feel you're singing like was... the praise of Mark Pillow right now. Like, mm, yeah. is... I, I, I have to buzz you, Dave. Mm. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is not fair. Oh my god. Oh my god, dude. I mean, they from a from a storytelling standpoint as well, though. Like, they introduced so much you can talk about. Like, you know, why is his cape flapping in the wind in space? Mm-hmm. And it's, from the very beginning, like, so you leave I the love theater with they, questions. Uh, it's like you've got something to talk about after the film. And they were so apparently, confident. yeah. Apparently, you can hear Superman talk in space too. At the very beginning of this movie, they want to just clear up some of the the physics of space that have been misunderstood up until this hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, after mm-hmm. he rescues the the uh, a Russian astronaut who who has been thrown into space by some debris, I think he speaks to him in space and. And the guy understood him. Uh, one of the many times that Superman speaks a foreign language in this in this movie, so that's kind of a, a positive. They were note, trying, I guess. Yeah, they were trying to be cultural. You were positive. Yes, I yeah. was positive. God damn it! <laughs> All right, let's just start with this. Let's just start. Let's just start. Okay, let me come out. I already said it. I already said that. 
I had never seen this one. I'm going to go out on a limb and uh, I've never seen any of these. So this is a weird perspective for me. You go ahead and get me. Yeah. I grew up watching some of these, all these movies on television. Like this was not the first time I had ever seen any of these movies, but I still have not sat down and watched all these. This the first time I saw this one. I don't think I've even seen number one all the way through. So I kind of told myself, I know, I know. Wow. Yeah. I kind of told myself, I was like, I had a really long week too. I, I did. I was like, maybe I should watch all these things. So I'll be ready. But then Dave and I kind of chatted and we were like, it might be more fun if you've, if you've never seen any of them. And you just <laughs> start with this one. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I mean, not not dying to start the series over, you guys. I must say though, <laughs> though like from from here, they 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 get even better. I believe. Just I believe. Well, let's just go from. <laughs> just I was looking. At, I looked up just a few key informational things about like the beginning of it and when it was the first one and stuff. This one is almost an entire hour shorter than the first one. The first one clocks in at like 2.23. So without credits, it's probably about 2.20. This one is a tight, like 1.20. Like as soon as the opening credits, the dun, 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 as soon as that's over, the narrative from beginning to end is about an hour and 20 minutes long. Is that the shortest? There was a like, little bit more. It was, it was... Uh, superhero movie of all time? I mean, um, it may very well be. Possibly. Is that the it best did, thing it, about this movie? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's allowed to say that. He's allowed to say that. <laughs> okay, damn, damn. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it really depends on your paradigm. If you, if you think this is the shortest superhero film, that 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 ninety minutes felt very bloody long, <laughs> and it took me about two and a half hours to get through one and a half hours. <laughs> I mean, Honestly, but they, you guys. they set up so much interesting stuff in the first five minutes. Like he, he rescues the astronaut. So he's like, save the cat. Like they're following the conventions. Great. Sure. So he flies down and he flies into his barn and pulls out a green glowing crystal. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's kryptonite. It's not kryptonite. Yeah. Cause you know what? Kryptonite. Cause you know what? They threw the rules out the window for this. They're like, okay, you thank you. It's a one-off super crystal. <laughs> Let's make it exactly like kryptonite. We'll make everyone think there's no mindless action in this movie you're going to think about things in this film yeah well said dave <laughs> fuck you that was like mm-hmm. same deal though when i said because again i was like i know we all know the rules right so me and my girlfriend that part came up and we were like what is that i thought i didn't know he was allowed to touch that or even just when he pulls the, the trap door in the barn back and there's this giant kryptonian like yeah. half of a geo a crypto <laughs> geo is just like buried in the ground even that i was like is he allowed to be close to that his mom's so a, a total jam there all right so let, let me get a little <laughs> let me try to be a little serious here though about why i think the the mechanics of this movie despite what you said which is a really good point i'm not going to try to hate on this too much if that really happened to their production the budget the shootings i mean mm-hmm. that is tough to recover from uh, mm-hmm. best editors in the world couldn't fix some things if you just don't have the the coverage or the footage or if you whatever however the one thing i kept coming back to where i was like hmm, i feel like there were opportunities for the way that they would sequence uh the beats of his story the emotional opportunities were they passed by them and i think the best example of this is that they give us that at the very beginning right he has this energy i can't remember what he called energy crystal and i guess he's hearing a memory of his mother in his head as a oh, voiceover. No, no, this shit talks to you. I couldn't tell. Well, one, I couldn't it tell does, if the shit yeah. was talking or if yeah. he was just recollecting. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. it's a talking glowing <laughs> yeah. green geo. It happens all the time. Because it comes back. So every time somebody yeah. touches that thing, you get to hear her voice. That's why I don't so anyway, dig in Central Park anymore. Yeah, be careful. Everyone be careful. They set up 
this this deal where it's like this is the last energy crystal be careful as soon as you use this thing up you're totally alone you're cut off you don't have any other resource available to you from old krypton good old good old krypton so Mm -hmm. when he is sick in the middle of this movie which by the way is because he was scratched by (laughs) scratched (laughs) by nuclear man When Gene Hackman said it perfectly, too, he will pierce the skin and infect Superman with radiation. They really did it with long nails. He actually scratches his skin, which was at least they were honest and literal about what they did. did. I did love the little homage as well, because like when he turned up and like Nuclear Man's standing there with his you know backdrop and it's panning up and everything. And I just I really wanted Lex Luthor to turn around and go, oh, Rocky. Oh, Rocky. Like seriously, beat for beat. It's the Rocky Horror Show. It really does. I know it does. Yeah, it's ridiculous. All right. So what I was saying though is that when he gets sick, this is like the crux of the plot. Like this is everything is built to this. This is his number one obstacle. You're always trying to get Superman with the same fucking thing. You're trying to use some kind of inherent weakness in him. Well, for this one, they broke some of the rules. I didn't know he was allergic to radiation. I thought he loved that shit. I thought he was powered by the sun. But in Superman 4, this shit kills him. So they scratch his <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I already drank, yeah. Okay, so in Superman 4, this thing kills him. So he is holed up in his really nice little apartment in in the city, and he's super sick. Uh, I don't know if the hair and makeup team tracked the cut from just being a little sick on the couch with the man flu to, like, when they cut outside. And he, 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 <laughs> When they cut outside like, and they come back to him. Like, he is like on death's zombie. door, dude. John, yeah, I mean, John, he is about stop, ready to Don't fall buzz apart. John for being negative. He's allowed to be negative. He can't say anything positive. Oh, oh damn oh, it. God. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. But hold on. This is the point. I'm sorry. I'm taking so long to get there. No, no, he go. pulls out the fucking energy crystal. We've, we've been waiting for this, right? We knew mm-hmm. this was going to be a big deal. And I think inherently, I can forgive all the bad things we said t- about coverage or the ridiculousness of, of nuclear man. I can, re- you know. I can forgive that. I can't forgive an opportunity to bring an audience closer to their protagonist, especially a superhero, especially Superman, who's kind of far away from us anyway. They didn't even show him use it. They didn't come in tight to have a moment where he was saying goodbye to his heritage and to his old home. It literally cuts away from it. And then you next time you see him, he's in space just fighting like normal. He doesn't even allude to the fact that he just used that. They never talk about it again. He never has a private moment with it again. So there are too many things like that throughout the movie where I felt like you're not even giving me a chance to care about this new Superman with new rules. We have $17 million. Use your fucking imagination. (laughs) I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. That's what frustrated me the most, though. Everything else was kind of just, like, silly. Like, I don't know. I Look, again, the fly, say that stat one more time so we can know how much how many days were cut in the flying alone just the uh, in the in the fly the flying sequences they were they had six months and it was reduced to 30 days so Oof. yeah look i yeah Divide i understand that must have been really hard but that whole sequence went, okay again there's some superman uh, or superhero archetypal things that happen in this movie that they started they're trying to stay true to those when when the nemesis beats the foe and it's it's like he's really it's really funny that you should bring that up because this was (laughs) the superhero victory tour because almost everything that they showed were the cool bits from Superman the movie and Superman 2, like all those powers that he used, they went on a fucking victory lap right. and used them all again, all in one movie. So Around if you want world. to see the whole lot of four movies, you've, you're done. This is it. Just watch Superman 4. 
You see every power she, that is used. Anna Karp said he had positive about. That's that's something positive. What do I buzz me now, Dave? You're you're buzzing positive about Superman Four. You're buzzing me for being negative. Just just, just drink, just drink. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck it anyway. Fuck it anyway. Can I ask? Can I ask? What? Yeah, get in there. Is is the rebuilding the wall superpower? Thank you. I was just going to say under no circumstances, under no circumstances, will I discuss that. (laughs) It will not be discussed. I will not debate non-union labor on restoration work. Look, today we are recording this on America's observation of Independence Day, and I'm not even going to let you plead the fifth on that motherfucker. You got to get in there. We can't. You got to say something about the fact that he looked at it. It was the same vision of his. Uh, it was reverse. It's Tetris the same vision. heat rays, but they're blue. Yes, and it, it's the rebuild vision. Yeah, because he, he was he was deburning them. He was recreating them out of out of like particleized stuff. Like that's that's canon. It's not really. I can't back that up at all. Like, I don't know why the fuck that happened. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, dig us a hole here. Put us in a put us in a tough position. How, how can we make this I mean, son of a bitch say something negative they, about this movie? That one particular scene, they ran out of money, and they they were supposed to, he was supposed to rebuild it, but they couldn't afford the high speed um, effects mm-hmm. to make him rebuild it. So they just went, oh, we'll just ping, 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 and like, yeah, suddenly he has magical rebuilding vision. So, Dave, uh, can you can you give me a, a solid reason why Margot Kidder, um, Miss Lois Lane, can suddenly fly in this, and isn't while she's floating along with uh, Superman being dragged by her arm, she's just beside him, naturally flying. I'm like, oh, Lois is okay. A we, no, we've esta- now. we've established the side flying. That's an aerodynamic thing. So okay. uh, she has- yeah. What's he say? What actually goes? Did you enjoy? Did you enjoy going what? solo? Is that the line that he yeah. says? To did you enjoy yeah. me dropping your ass? Yeah. No. She, she like she didn't she just fine. fall out of. The I know. It was she, that? Was love, that just love kept her afloat? Love kept her afloat. Oh, I mean, I, I want to buzz that. Okay. <laughs> I just don't but, understand. Okay, just so got, really, I that's the one you have a problem with? But nuclear man carrying the woman into space. Well, and her we, being... we were getting there. Oh, yeah. And they... I wanted to... I'm going chronologically in, in the first... Oh, okay, cool. Sorry, I skipped ahead. No, when she's in space, when he's got the, the other woman in space, they actually they, they make sure you can hear her breathing. This, the breathing yep. sound effect is very audible. Where she's I mean, kind of like gasping and she's in space. My, like... my, no, but my favorite part is when he drops her and she falls. <laughs> yeah. She just stay there. Yeah. In space, yeah, because yeah. because we have established in the film that humans in space wear spacesuits, but later, you know, ah, screw it. But let's I mean, let's backtrack a little bit. I, Why did Nuclear Man even go for Lacey uh, Warfield in the first place? It's like um, he saw her picture on a paper and went, "There I was want woman." There was actually about forty minutes more of this film, um, right? Because they originally made a, a first clone that failed. Uh, and that was close because Nuclear Man is basically Bizarro. They rewrote Bizarro for this, which is why he talks yeah. like he does. Um, but yeah, the first clone, um, and when they remade the second one, like he actually saw like a photo of her. So he basically became Frankenstein chasing the beautiful woman. But all right. of that got cut. <laughs> that was not established. That was, no, that was, um, it, was, it was established on the cutting room fucking floor. They took it out because and, Greedy Producers why, wanted a what? shorter film. Because they they, they wanted a shorter film so that they could fit more screenings of it in the theater and make more money. They because that's what they thought was going to happen. Ah, hmm, that is that is some yeah. old school black and white villain type right? stuff. Yeah, some like Luther yeah, shit. Yeah, just, just tie Christopher Reeve <laughs> to some fucking train tracks while you're at it. Well, yeah. 
Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, that, that, that's just... That's just for saying anything bad about uh, Christopher Reeve. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, he um, is Superman. Like, there's no doubt. Even in this movie where he's really only doing it so they'll fund his other film. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, whatever. You get your film made and you do a Superman movie. Great. But, like, it was... Uh, he's still Superman. Like, when, he, when yeah. he flies up to the camera and peels away and he smiles, it's like, that's fucking Superman. Like, people have tried. Nope, we got angsty emo superman and you know a few other things but just christopher reeve all the way i i can't help but sort of say and weirdly positive um there were moments of cg in this that i kind of went that was actually kind of brilliant uh, like there was a moment where nuclear man was on the moon which was generally pretty Damn! Like you're supposed he, he to be immune. You're supposed to be immune, but that was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, like seeing the black curtains as the backdrop for the for the moon was was really interesting. Well, actually, like, that was really again, that visually... was that was due to budget cuts because they couldn't afford a moon set, so they had to borrow Stanley Kubrick's one from the moon landing. No, I can't back that up. Oh, like what Dave did there. Yeah, yeah, I was coming for you too on that one. Oh, yeah. oh wow! Wow. But there were some like, uh, you know, Nuclear Man was like, ah, and there was some like vapors around his arms, and I was like, I've seen films in the nineties that don't even get that that right. So I mean, there, is, were, there yeah, were moments. You're right. You're right. There is like the um, the guy who was the visual effects coordinator on this went on to work on like Empire and things. So like he knew his shit. Hang on, Empire the TV show? Or no, Empire, Empire Strikes, Strikes Back. Right. <laughs> For a second there. Wow. Like, mm. Wow. <laughs> for not immediately knowing Empire. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> there were just too many moments, you guys, where I really was, I was genuinely confused about what was happening in the movie. Like, I mean, that, these are these are superhero movies, right? Like, if, if one thing needs to be super clear, it's like story and plot and even within a <laughs> sequence. I think my favorite moment where I was like, what is happening was... Was it, we we had we I mean, had recently seen Nuclear Man do his thing, and he's back at Luther's penthouse in the Empire State Building, but whatever that version is in Metropolis, and it's right before we've already made fun of it when he turns into Frankenstein. So right before he sees a po- a, a, a newspaper with the cover uh, of what's your name? What was that? character's name uh, lacy lacy warfield lacy yeah so he's it's just a picture of her and the uh, daily planet has a new publisher or whatever when they cut to him he's like floating in the air and i was like what's happening i, was, I think he was just he was just kind of existing was, there for, for no reason yeah he was just kind of getting up and and he just walks over no what i there mean was that but even in the fight <laughs> yeah sure yeah no, no. They were even in the fight. I don't know. It, their, their initial fight sequencing was very confusing to me. I wasn't sure. Again, like emotionally, like what the fuck is is happening? I, of course, I understood that they were, it, you know, showing off their powers. He's basically Superman. They're fighting all over the world and all the hot spots. I get that, but I didn't understand emotionally like what it achieved. And then every time they would just come back to each other, I didn't feel like the stakes were any higher at all. And I've no. I've bitched about Superman on this podcast before. I think that is an inherent problem with his movies because it's so hard to actually foil him. But it's like in this one, they it's it's just an interesting take. If the three of us were sitting here making this movie and we realized right before, well before, during, oh fuck, we lost a lot of our money. 
don't you think we would say, all right, what's more important, you know, yeah. making sure that little sequencing things are, aren't going to look too bad. So let's cut out the bad looking stuff. Sure. We would do that as well. Well, I'm sure I have no doubt that we would say, all right, if we don't rely on the, the character work, if we don't make Superman have to go through something Absolutely. in this, then we're I never going to compensate for our shitty special effects. away pivot into a, a Clark Kent road trip movie. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes. No, honestly, too. Yeah. like there's like there's something there's something that is the antidote to having a super low budget and certain things. You're not going to be able to do everything. And I'm not calling out this director specifically, but I think a lot of filmmakers would say that's possibly the greatest thing that can happen to you. It forces you to be more creative. It forces you to get back oh, to the yeah. roots I of mean, how to tell a story. And it, they didn't it do does, any of that. <laughs> um, yeah. I, guess, I, the, I don't know. Uh, I mean. The director, Sidney J. Fury, his next film was called Drive Me to Vegas and Mars. So the guy really yeah, doesn't yeah. get how fucking space and, works for a start. Maybe that guy got fucked, but be real but with me, guys. He right, went on to do Iron Eagle, all of the Iron Eagle movies. Yeah, Iron Eagle I did see that. 1 through 64. He did all of them. That's so positive, yeah. Dave. I, I don't know what Iron Eagle is. Is <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't either. I was kind of hoping yeah, for some. No, no, uh, it's a, it's a, that, that uh, is, that is. Yeah, that, that's a buzz. <laughs> I get buzz for your ignorance. I, yes. I was, I was, I was. Did you just say the, the, did you say our moderator was ignorant? <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, that's, that's the, yeah. <laughs> I'm you, buzzing you again. You. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> there's, there's, a, right. there's a clog. Um, I want to ask you guys straight up though, because I haven't seen these other ones. Like, be real with me. How much worse is this than the other ones? Is are one or two of these movies really good, and this is like uh, incredibly bad compared to them? Or are they all a little ch- cheesy? But I don't know. I don't even want to project. You tell me. Like, is the first one excellent, and this both, one is just a both, whole other movie? Both of the original Superman films are awesome. Mm-hmm. So one and two. That's what you're saying. Yes, they were shot at the yeah, same yeah. time. Not, not um, there's a oh, big shit. there's a big hullabaloo about them as well because Richard Donner was uh, who sadly passed away today. Um, yeah, oh, uh, no. I know, right? Um, mm. That man was a big part of my formative years. Super Superman, the Goonies, the Omen, Lethal Weapon, like yeah, the Omen, yeah. yeah. Uh, one of these things is not like the other. Like <laughs> the Omens, in yeah. There. Uh, Omen Goonies. I don't often put. Let's do a podcast where we do that. Um, you think Gregory Peck <laughs> tested for Superman? <laughs> but like he uh, he was he filmed it and then he filmed about seventy five percent of the second one as well and then had a disagreement with the studio because you know Warner Brothers just can't still apparently just can't get this shit together back then and uh, <laughs> aha I mean I agree <laughs> and uh, but so he was then fired and replaced by a different director but they used certain amount of his footage and yeah there's there's a donner cut of superman 2 that does exist now it, yeah wow. i didn't realize that donner cut wasn't something that was released like quite in in, in close proximity to yeah, no. superman 2 it wasn't it wasn't until sort of the 90s that yeah. that, that came back yeah. around um zach snyder was way me. faster than like richard donner did but yeah he did. like <laughs> he didn't have hbo max to back him up though but yeah the, Don, the, Don, the donner cut exists um and it's i mean it's not too dissimilar, but apparently to get the directing credit, Sydney reshot seventy five percent of the movie. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the a lot of the Lex Luthor stuff, I think, because a lot of some of the cast quit when Donna was fired. One and two, but that's that's getting off topic. One and two are great. Mm-hmm. I mean, bear I in mind like you're watching I... effects from the seventies and eighties. Yeah, they're great. This is true. 
I feel like watching uh, four will tank your experience watching one and two. I think the bits that they sort of, you know, that were kept through the series will kind of level out how good the first two are. Mm. Uh, the third is a, is a corker. And the third was the, the film that I was actually yeah. intending. The third you guys fucked to watch. me up for life. Like there's one scene in there that should not be in that movie for kids. Like, it terrifies. It's, it's actually brilliant. <laughs> it fucked everyone up. Like this woman gets sucked into a computer and turns into a robot while she's screaming. Like it's plastering things to her face, and it's like you're sitting Whoa. there watching a Superman movie, and you're fucking horrified. This thing is terrifying. I, I don't John. know who thought out this imagery, but it's like it. Yeah, watch watch it just for that. There is so a moment. Is... There is a moment that that John. That, sorry, not John. That Superman is sitting at a bar getting like plastered drunk starts flicking uh, bottle caps and breaking bottles at the bar and then goes, screw this, and starts flying drunk and then lands in a junkyard and splits into two people like an and has a drunk fight <laughs> with himself. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing as well. Um, in Superman 4, to bring it back, uh, negative, uh, sorry, I'm fucking nuclear man, was supposed to be Christopher Reeve. Yeah, but they could again when their budget was slashed, they couldn't afford the, the the effects for them to fight, so they had to you know go and get Mr. Pillow. Yeah, I, I, and own it. I try Mark not to look Pillow. up anything. <clears throat> I try not to look up anything about this one bef- before I watched it. Even I told you I looked up a little yeah, bit about the, the beginning the right of the franchise. I just assumed Grieve was going to be Nuclear Man. You know, I, I just assumed it. Mm. Uh, so mm-hmm. that's again, that's good to know. I, I I understand they were covering. Like, look, if these were some of our friends and they got I think their Gene movie Hackman made, did the voice too, didn't he? It wasn't even that guy's yes. voice. Oh, yeah, I, I I assumed that was intentional. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they like they talk about it, right? Yeah, they mentioned it uh, in the film. It's like we're gonna own this. Do you, so, do you guys do you guys so, like Gene Hackman's Luther? Like, is he is that kind of renowned as the um, Luther that everybody enjoys? Because the dude on Smallville, which I didn't really watch, I know yeah. he had his thing. I liked. I know we're not Kevin Spacey, not talking I, I about mean, anything other than his performance. I, did, I liked him. In I liked his Luther. I liked his Luther. <laughs> I I love the character that that guy played. Um, I also like Gene Hackman in the first one is great. He is really? okay. he's sinister uh, he's, he's and a, a little bit actor. he's comical he's a little campy but he's also sinister. That's that's one of the fun things about mm-hmm. this franchise. Like that back then it was it was campy as hell. Uh so you had fun as well while you were watching it. And like the first one is like it gets a little bit serious every now and then, but it's it's definitely that is worth a look. Also, I, I, just, you- I just want to bring up as well, there's one missed, big missed opportunity in this film. Like <clears throat> Basically, when Nuclear Man turns into, like, the Wolverine prequel and grows his nails, like, five inches, he uh, the, he then picks up the Statue of Liberty and throws it into the city. And Superman flies down and catches the Statue of Liberty. And... By the finger, Yeah, by the, by the finger. Because uh, that's structurally <laughs> sound. That's the balance point. That's the balance point. He's flying yeah. away. And Nuclear Man pulls up beside him like they're on the fucking Hudson Parkway. And they look at each other. And I was just waiting like this for the middle finger from Nuclear Man with this big fingernail. It's like, <laughs> just flipping the bird, man. This is what's got to happen now. Like, I was just, of, and I feel like there was a misunderstanding in this film. Yeah. <laughs> The amount of stock, but hey, I'm flying here. Yeah, the amount hey. of stock footage of in this movie of the shots of Nuclear Man just going, just like it was very, it was very like hulky, wasn't it? There were like a lot of like it just, just be upset, yeah. just show us some upset stuff. All right, I also have something I want to clear up. 
did Superman ever put the moon back? <laughs> he, no. he pushes the moon out of orbit to block to block the sun so that so that he can get nuclear yeah. man into his sleep state and darkness. And I don't think he put it back. On the bright so, uh, side, yeah. that also fixes that- climate change. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say that was that was part of what they cut out of the film. That was the last half hour where Superman has I mean, fucked the world. Everything goes terrible. Honestly, um, I think I need to see yeah. a fifth where like all the all the beaches are just covered in whales and dolphins. Like he he just fucking every everything in the sea is dead, just floating on top. The tides are fucked. Oh, come on. All right, all right two fans. Okay, two but- fans. Let me ask another question. Hmm. It's two big uh, big fans of the genre um i think we were all big fans of what happened to superhero movies i know these were super successful when they came out but you know batman was too right and that came out after this so why do you think they have why do you think they've been a little resistant like they touched it with man of steel super superman is now you know in the justice league universe and stuff Mm -hmm. like i'm not saying they haven't really redone it but not with the same level of commitment that warner brothers the same studio took on nolan's batman movies i'm just kind of surprised do you think there is do you think there's a reason like are these movies heralded so that people kind of don't want to touch them they don't want to try to have him stand alone anymore or do you think we're going to get one i I think think it was old to be honest i think christopher reeve set the bar so high with those mm-hmm. first two, maybe three movies, because I also like the third. Um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> oh, that's, that's just oh, that's just me to you. <laughs> no, that's great. Vindictive <laughs> buzzers. No, I love it. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's Reeve set the bar so high. Like he, like his Clark Kent character. There's a deleted scene from Superman two that's flying around where uh, Lois suspects that he's Superman, and so she shoots him. And in that one particular scene, when the bullet hits, he goes from Clark Kent to Superman in an instant. And it's thoroughly believable. You're like, suddenly you're like, holy fuck, I could believe how someone could mistake this man for two different people. Like, he, he embodied both of those characters so well. I don't think anyone's really stepped forward that managed to do both of them. So well. what, hang on, hang on, hold on. Why is my buzzer yeah, not Where's working? that fucking gush? Mm-hmm. Is that- oh, 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 no, no. No, I'm 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 going to stop you there. Henry Cavill is is like my Superman now. I I I think when now that I've seen three and four, I'm like, but I'm a huge supporter of of Henry Cavill's Superman. I thought Man of Steel was yeah, awesome. Me too. Um, me too. You know, I think if 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 he didn't have the the uh, mustache gate, um, well, he does in the Justice League, <laughs> the new one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. whole movie. And, and, and we gushed about that for about you know forty five. It was minutes. yeah, it was supposed to be um, a quick fifteen minute video. I went for forty five minutes. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I loved it, you guys. I know I didn't. I, can I jump in there for a second? I know I didn't. I didn't join you on that show, but I watched it that same week, and I had a fucking blast. I had watched the two and a half hour cut like a week before that, so I was. I watched the next one again. I'm so I'm with you, dude. I keep going, but I, I like mm. Cavill in this role. Yeah, a lot. And, me me too. I, not- I would I would caveat that with like no one till now, like because. Yeah, Cavill really does nail. Like he, he, his Clark Kent is pretty good. But if you remember, Brandon Roth was was pretty heralded as well as the second coming of Christopher Reeve. A I mean, lot of people well, that, thought that, that he is, was the best part of that film. That is actually his canon, uh, the continuation yeah. from Superman Two. Yeah. So to the point mm, that the, yeah. the people liked him so much in the role that they like lobbied for him to come back as the Kingdom Come version yep. of um, Superman in um, 
Legends of Tomorrow was it? It was it was during a crossover and they did it. Yeah. 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 Wow. So I I think I think the thing is that the the first two Superman films, not three and four, they kind of live in that uh, era of uh, the original uh, trilogy of uh, Star Wars, where people are like, "This is the first time we've really seen a man fly on screen." Yeah, and they they hold such a, a, and also, a firm place yeah, in people's in hearts. First one, they just nailed it as well. Like it was, yeah. it had everything that you wanted the Man of Steel to be. It was just, it was, it wasn't just the character and the actor. It was the writing. It was the storyline. That's what I'm saying. Lex Luthor is literally just doing a property scheme, but he's doing that property Mm -hmm. scheme by shaking one half of America off into the fucking ocean. So, you know, it's, yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I, I'm not even just listening to you guys talk about it. I guess I would have always assumed is that, uh, while people say things like, Look, it's the first time we saw some of those fun special effects. We got to really see if you were a fan of the TV show in the in the fifties. Like this was probably a huge leap. However, mm-hmm. I bet they nail the mythology. I have a feeling they're nailing just his 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 initial leg, you know, um, origin development mm. into the zeitgeist yeah. of superheroes. So that people, I bet that movie invited people who didn't really love superheroes into the movie theater. And that's probably mm-hmm. why it was it was it, so it successful. It was kind of something for everyone. I mean, also just to bring it back to Superman four quickly, as much as it had stacked against it, and some people do love this film. Like I, Ryan commented on this note. Put your finger away. Ryan commented on, on this uh, today on Facebook, and like people weighed in. They were like, I, I actually quite like that film. And like this, this is a poignant statement of on humanity in the media that sums up the feeling of that generation that was sort of coming of age during the nuclear proliferation age. Like we were living under the threat of, is this the day some fucking maniac pushes the button and you wanted someone to come and save you from that. And I feel like that's, that's the heart of this story. That's what the intention was. They just Mm -hmm. had their ass cut out from under them and like, it wasn't given a fair go. Yeah. Like it's there, the story's there, but like it just got, yeah, chopped to well, bits. I'll, I'll risk I'll risk getting buzzed and I'll push back. I don't think the story is there. The point is there. So they re- when they wrap up the that's when what they I wrap mean. it up. The point is there. there. Yeah, but you the can telling, you can see what they were trying to do, and it was yeah, uh, yeah swing and miss. I'll drink anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah, drink anyway. Yeah, the, but, tell, but, the mean, telling it, just doesn't justify. It. The, the 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 telling point is that Christopher Reeve contributed heavily to the screenplay and story, but now doesn't. Well, not now because you know, bless his soul. But uh, yeah. he he didn't want to talk about the film because it was, I think he had such intention for it and hope for it. Um, and then it just all went balls up. Yeah. Um, I mean, he, he like had a, a story idea and he was like, okay, if I do this, you'll find my film, my other film. But yeah, in his biography, it was like the less said about Superman for the better. Yeah. Wow. Which is just, I mean, it's that a, is it, a real it, shame. It, yeah, it is a real shame because they, 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 like, mm. they went full camp and they like, they could have gone a different direction. They didn't. Especially because I'm glad you brought that up, dude. Not to get too deep here, but like, I, I guess uh, I've always interpreted the rise of the superhero worlds with as people who kind of grew out of a time in the world wars when people were looking for some kind of mythology to kind of gather around the idea that there are there are individuals that could actually save us from something that seems like a government uh, the media, something a massive institution couldn't, mm-hmm. and uh, this could have been and probably should have been like the apex version of that telling. Like, is there anything bigger than challenging nuclear war? Later in the week, we're going to be talking about Doctor Strange Love, and yeah, it's nuclear kind of the, the other side like. of the coin of yeah, of like this is this is what will happen when it goes wrong. So it is just a it is a shame. I'm, of course, I was sitting there kind of picking fun at this 
you know, like I said, my girlfriend and I were kind of, we were laughing, but I think I was also very aware that I was disappointed that this was the subject matter that they fucked up. Cause I do yeah. think there's, I mean, they haven't touched this again yet. Have they? I mean, there, there's right. always somebody trying to destroy the world in a lot of these superhero movies, but with Marvel, we've kind of gone into this alien kind of world. I love the reason I love the, the DC universe is because they usually deal with human villains. Have you, have you watched Humans the Marvel trying TV to do bad like the, the Disney streaming stuff? Like, have you watched Falcon and Winter Soldier and... Yeah, I know, I know. They're bringing it back. They're bringing it back. Yeah, but I still feel like DC owns that. Like, I feel like their biggest superheroes consistently fight human villains that are trying to use human institutions to, 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 you know, to turn it on its head. Yeah, Zack Snyder's Justice League is arguing with you right now. (laughs) Yeah, as I'd say, Man of Steel. Like the whole. Well, is that the problem? Is that kind of one of the issues that maybe they're falling into? They're feeling influenced, like, oh, we've got to have fucking aliens come in here. It's not entertaining. Before we carry on with this, Ryan, we we need we need a decision. Who won this debate? Was it really that bad? Yes or no? It was really that bad. Fuck yeah, Dave. Yeah, Dave. Dave. Mm. It's two for two. I've lost. (laughs) Don't even fucking try. You did a really good job. I'm I'm honestly I'm shocked. I can't believe you made so many positive points. No, no. What, what do you mean made so many positive points? I stopped at, like, you saying that they, <laughs> they had the budget cut and they still had a film made. That was You said that in the first 20 seconds. That was it. <laughs> the most positive point I think we, we, we tapped onto was when we talked about other movies in this conversation. So that was... <laughs> exactly. When we, when we gushed over Christopher right. Reeve and, um, and the first two films. Yeah, I, I do want to say I feel like this and, to some extent, Superman 3, uh, have become, and everything from that point on, have become a little bit of a victim of marketing. Because uh, Superman 3, it's like, oh, okay, we need another Superman story. What's cool right now? What are the kids into? Computers. Mm. And then it's like, oh, what's what's the big thing now? Nukes. And then mm. it's like, what's the big thing now? Aliens coming from, like, coming and taking your things and aliens being unwelcome. It's It's like, now they're kind of like, they're almost looking for buzz things. To, to feed yeah. the plots of these movies. And it's like, if you go back to one and two, it's pure fucking storytelling. Like, these are yeah. these are stories that were made in, like, the, the 30s through to the 50s by guys what who did you just say wanted about, to tell uh, a story. What was the scheme in, in number one that you said? You kind number of made a joke a, about num- it. Number one is a property scheme. He literally, he bought up a whole heap of uh, property uh, right near yeah. the San Andreas Fault, and he was going to shake California off into the fucking ocean by generating earthquakes. And become seafront property and triple his property values. Like that was and his it, it was enough. Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, in, it was yeah. In, in all fairness, vehicle. in all fairness, uh, Richard Pryor's scheme in number three was stealing fractions of a cent from everybody's uh, bank oh, accounts. Yeah. Which, you, is, which is also computers. which is also the plot of Office Space. Office Space, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yes. So, so there was some legs in there. There's no fucking random robot chicken. Well, I do space, feel, is it? I do want to hear Ryan. Ryan, all right, our, our, our hats are off now. We've we've decided this this movie is unfortunately really that bad. But I, I, you were moderating for us. Like, d- just did you have any notes? Did you have any loose thoughts that you wanted to just talk about? Let's discuss, dude. I wanted to to touch on Jim Broadbent is in this. Yeah, and he says yeah. one line. Right. I I was, what the fuck. I was like waiting for him to come back around and he didn't, but I did see a SWAT car turn around and learn how to break dance. <laughs> what power that was. 
Dude, um, the voiceover work, the ADR stuff, whenever anything was happening, especially John Cryer stuff, like whenever he's in the air twirling around or like, and they're just like trying to rescue these like awkwardly filmed moments with some like, oh, what am I yeah. doing? This is awesome. Like, oh, the, the cops in the well, air and stuff, just hilarious. Yeah, hilarious. what the fuck is with all the telekinesis abilities everyone suddenly has? Yeah, and and but did did you, was it just me or did John Cryer like learn his character midway through? Like, he had that funny first scene, <laughs> yeah. but. I didn't hear the voice or the accent until midway through the film where he's like, oh, dude. Oh, dude. <laughs> he's doing, yeah. doing the Cal- the Californians. Uh, I was like, okay. Um, but I don't know if it was just me. I watched this after I watched the latest episode of Rick and Morty. So every oh, no. time they cut, they cut away to something. Like, uh, John, you said before, when he's, he's <laughs> suddenly zombie, um, you know, stage of sickness, and he's holding the um, the the kryptonite that's not kryptonite in his hand, yeah. and then they cut away, and they don't show what he does to to make it heal. I I, I was just thinking of a Rick and Morty joke where it's like, as the camera cuts away, he like you know gobbles <laughs> yeah. it down. Yeah, so, I was thinking anal. No, it was a suppository. Anal, uh, yeah, yeah. It's a suppository. Yeah. <laughs> exactly the green ones. The green ones are always suppositories, guys. Yeah. <laughs> if it was glow you red, you're okay. You saw the shape okay. of that stone. Yeah. You saw the shape of that stone. Oh, so I think totally the, parallel, right, the parallel Rick and Morty episode, you know, tribute to this in my mind was better than, than the actual film I was watching. P.S. When um, John Cryer walked on at the beginning, I was like. Is that Pete Davidson's like uncle? Like I was like, it, he looked just fucking. I'm like, he could have played him like in the show. No, no. Oh, come on. Uh, yeah. No, that's I, fair. John Cryer might have been naughty. Look, I, I got, I got, I got mad at, uh, at you guys when you you desecrated Grease Two, uh, Grease Two's. <laughs> You know, a uh, glorious name, but uh, mm. there's no redeeming this film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's no redeeming this film uh it is a shame I, yeah i'll mm. just say that one more time just to echo it just because i didn't yeah. need grease toad grease two to be great i didn't need you know all these really you know was really that bad movies to do some you know we have a lot of fun with them but this was really important subject matter for, for really a was, movie yeah. to be approaching it, like, so it's, it's kind again, of a shame i feel like it came from a place yeah. where he like because like i said there was 40 minutes of like extra footage in this the originally yeah. and they they cut the hell out of it because they wanted a shorter film so the, the, there was a little bit more story like uh look it up though the guy the first clone looks incredibly disturbing but uh they end up sacking <laughs> him and hiring you know mark pillow but uh it was mark pillow. <laughs> it's the best name in the business <laughs> mark pillow oh bless oh. him he i mean he didn't suck Oh god! <laughs> no, I mean, I guess yeah. Like, it's what is? How do we even? How do you even judge a performance from like the things they shot of him doing? Like, there was, yeah. you know, they didn't really give him a chance. Uh, I, there was sorry, also, also there's this. also an incident. I don't know if you, you noticed when Christopher Lee Reeve occasionally was like he's flying away and he looked back because they had their budget cut. They couldn't paint out the harnesses and the, everything properly. So at one point, Christopher Reeve has ginormous buns. He's got that badonka dunk. Yeah. yeah, and wow. it was like. Oh my god. <laughs> you guys, I do have to pick I have to pick on this for a second. Like I think they had enough money to hire a de- a better fight choreographer. Like that was the some of, that was some really awful fight choreography between two gods on on uh, the moon. Like the the punches yeah. they they never threw, the the weird throws, the way they hit each other, it kind of made them look 
It kind of made Christopher well, Reeve look like, old, a, yeah, I like mean, a, a weakling. I mean, like, not, I'm not talking about the scope of the, the movie. Straight like up, he, you've got to deal with the way like, he moved. You've got to deal with his cape blowing in the moon wind and shit. So it's it's like, you know, it, it's hard to fight in the moon. In the moon wind. Yeah, yeah. yeah give me in the moon wind. wind. <laughs> 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 he fixed that American was... flag, though, God damn it! Yes. He was like... <laughs> Don't we all just want to pull it a little bit straight? <laughs> it was. Oh my god! It was all it, in one shot. It was all ripped and torn on the ground, and then the next shot, he's, he picks it up, and it's it's perfectly. It's like fucking in. perfect, and there's no wind yeah. in that flag. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <I got> that. <laughs> I just wasn't sure if they were trying to go for a stylistically slow motion, like moon, you know, landing type fight, because they'd already established that they can just move at like normal speed. On the moon, they, so they it just made they, like, exactly. That's exactly what I'm talking no about. How would you not have had that conversation? Right <laughs> yeah. There's yeah, a, why would you not okay. have... There's a lot wrong. Like, I think we can sum this up by saying if you ever have the inkling to watch Superman 4, Superman 1, 2, and Zack Snyder's Justice League are also available on HBO Max. Yes, <laughs> all of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and if you, right Actually, now. it's really fun. I don't make yours, but when I went, on HBO, when I went to, like, the Supermans, I searched for Superman, and Superman 1, Superman 2, Superman 3 all together, then there's Man of Steel, then down here, about six below, is about <laughs> it's fucking Superman 4. It's like they wouldn't even put it next to it. I know it's not even next. I saw that same thing, dude. And if you happen to have a, a nuclear bomb, don't watch this film because I'm certain that you'll you'll send it up into the sky. I feel obliged. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All yeah, well, that yeah. being said, this might be this might be my only positive thing that I'll say. It did make me intrigued. I think I might try to watch, you know, one, two, and and three just to give it a shot. Even though this was so bad, like I. <laughs> It, it, it was the closest thing we got remotely to remotely kind thing I said. That's, I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. Every time we do, was it really that bad? Everyone just fucks with the rules. <laughs> so true. Because it's just too, uh, come on, there's too much yeah. flexibility here. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, <laughs> that's why it works. Genuinely, though. I might give it a shot, you guys. Yeah, and, uh, I, def- so, I would so definitely recommend That's what I get out of this. I would yeah. definitely recommend If one, I had to go through this to get to one and two. Because, <laughs> like, one, one is great as an introduction, and two does the Zod storyline. Yeah. So, yeah. oh wow, I didn't realize that's the first yeah. time you see Zod. Okay, mm. and mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. quite good. And Terrence Stamp wow. is is as a, it, as, a, yeah. as an Aussie, he's amazing. Yeah, I mean, he's yep. great and everything, dude. I, I all right, there you go. That's my ignorance. I did not know Shannon was recreating Terrence Stamp's Zod. Mm-hmm. See all the things I'm learning, you guys. Yeah. Yep. Anal John, I can't, I can't wait. Suppository. <laughs> Suppository. And, and Terrence Stamp. Uh, oh shit. Uh, wow, that's, all right. That's all I, we can. I, I feel like this is as much as we can go through. We got to wrap this up. We've we've gone way over time. So. Well, that was super fun. <laughs> yes, it was, fun. it was super fun. Ryan, thank you for joining us. Thanks, Thanks guys. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, dude. And, uh, uh, so anything, anything, anybody been watching? That's usually how we just wrap it oh, up. Yeah, anything you yeah. don't have to, I, I, I don't have call, to find yeah. out. I call this our uh, honorable mentions for the week. Uh, anyone watched anything this week that they really liked? Ryan, I watched, yeah, yeah. I watched uh, A Quiet Place Part Two, which uh, is a yeah, uh, is a, a a perfect. Um, I I would say it's a perfect sequel. Um, yeah, nice, you know, You've lost the freshness of the the gimmick, but the continuation of the story and all the tips of uh, the character development, I I, I really loved it. And part and three was I, announced the day after two came out, so and it has wow. to happen. Yeah. Different director yeah, though. Yeah. 
Oh, interesting. Okay, mm. well, because uh, that was part of the, yeah, same, the love for uh, it. I think John uh, they, Krasinski they, has... They asked Krasinski what the story should be, and then this guy's taken, and with with his blessing. Because okay, Krasinski cool, didn't cool. even want to direct two. Well, we covered that. Um, have you heard the episode where we talked about that? Because I have the best story for that. I'll talk to you later. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, you totally heard. He that. totally heard that episode. Yeah, yeah. We enjoyed it. Going back to work, and we respect that. <laughs> just as a very quick like change of subjects from not listening to the episode, uh, the Tomorrow War on Amazon Prime. <laughs> yes, um, I watched this as well. Yeah. yeah. Did you get the feeling was, that I, could have been two movies? Absolutely. Yeah, I was surprised. Yeah. I, I thought I thought it was wrapped up in a tight little bow, and I was like, okay, sequel could be interesting. And then we get this. Coda. 30, last yeah. 30 minutes yeah yeah and which they, they had they had me all the way through a couple of very convenient decisions made um but there was one moment and we can talk about it off camera dave uh of cg that i went ah you killed me <laughs> but anyway yeah visual effect yeah. just getting in the way no i feel you yeah yeah it was a moment um they, they mean, really as, went su- as superman 4 like proved sometimes you just run out of money <laughs> this is true. This is true. John, what do you say? So I uh, I'm late to the party on this one, but if anybody was following um, Britney Spears' little controversy, oh yeah, in the news, so I, I did finally sit down and watch uh, Framing Britney Spears, which you know it's just real shame. I, I'd heard a lot about that already, but I just just to get the context and a good, it's a well-made documentary and uh, about the New York Times, and I was I was I was. That was affected for sure. Thought it was mm. interesting, and I think it talks on a lot of issues that uh, maybe we don't talk about very often. There's just so much taboo around people like her, who, the child stardom thing, and yeah. what we do to celebrity and pop culture. I don't know, it, it made me think about all that stuff. So if you haven't seen it yet, and you're mm. kind of living under a rock, and you're curious what's happening with her, she got fucking denied. They denied her again. So this might yeah. watch the documentary and get pissed off about it. Yeah. <laughs> on, well, on one well, I note, heard. I, went I heard to... some. Okay, go Ryan. No, I heard some Republicans actually reached out to her to uh, uh, support her or something. Um, wow. Yeah, that can um, happen. So let her speak in front of Congress. So that could be interesting. That's, but, wow. John, I, I have to ask, after that documentary, how do you feel about Justin Timberlake now? Right. I mean, I think, you know, uh, and who, who was it? Was it Barbara Walters the, the, or the woman who interviewed her on something? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I think everybody, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't think I know enough about Justin Timberlake the way the way people see him like i'm not a huge fan of him uh so i guess i wasn't shocked that somebody who probably had a team around him that was like let's use this as an opportunity uh I, so i'm not taking any of the 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 blame that he probably deserves away from him but i remember even when i was young and that was happening in real time and everybody thought it was just such good drama I remember even at that age being like, these are fucking human beings. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. So no, not not taking anything away from Justin, but I think that documentary made me more mad at us than it did at them or that woman. Oh, who, sure. Like the way we enable this bullshit is just ridiculous. She yeah. was fucking like 16 years old and we were talking about her like she was this super slut, you know, or something fucking gross. Like what the fuck is wrong with people? These people are, they have lives. I don't know. Just So that was the main thing I took away from it was. Uh, I think. I think I think at the time I was like she's single. It, it, it's possible. <laughs> yeah, you know we we made like those kinds of comments, right? Like, oh yeah, I mean yeah. we can get in there, but yeah. I don't know. Definitely yeah. made me yeah. think about stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On one side note, I I went to an actual film festival this week in New York City, uh, Queensworld Film Festival. I dropped in for a documentary series. Um, awesome, man. 
And I saw a film by a couple of my friends over in Astoria uh, called The Last Call. And it's basically a documentary over what happens when an entire industry gets shut down overnight, which is what happened to the bar industry here. And oh, it cool, follows man. like three or four people. Um, it goes for about an hour. Uh, if you happen to see it pop up on your socials, give it a look. Bring tissues. It's a, it's a hard watch. Wow. Um, but yeah, right. it's a, it's a very good film. Then I went to the after party and that was great. It was like I hung out with Queenswell Festival guys. Shout out to, Festivals are back, yeah. everyone. Festivals nice. are back. And shout out to shout out to Queensworld specifically. They're the uh, the first festival I ever got one of yeah. our films into. I, I like caught my, up with our projectionist. Remember our projectionist friend we talked to for like yeah. three hours. Yeah, I caught up with him again at the closing party. Nice, dude. So yeah. Oh yeah. Good. Brilliant. I'm jealous. Well, <laughs> this was awesome. Ryan, thank you so much, dude. Obviously, you are no stranger to the show. I'm sure we'll have you back on uh, at some point soon. We're doing all these fun new segments. I, I know you submitted some things for uh, for both. Some more was it really that bad and should have seen it by now. Just watch, so. just watch Paddington 2 for crying out loud. It's coming. As soon as they release it on fucking streaming in this country, it's coming. No, no, no. Yeah. Honestly, though, like, <laughs> we need to have a special episode where you're the yeah. only one who's seen it and all yes. three of us have never seen it because I've never seen the first or the second. Or, yeah, we, we well, should By the time we get around to it, three will be out. <laughs> I have I have now seen number one as well, and I, I can I can attest that it's it's very good as well. So you just, yeah, you, just let's, you know let's genius when you see it. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I we do. will we will definitely have you on again soon. Stay tuned, right, everybody. We will be back in uh, Thursday as usual with the next episode. It's going to be on Doctor Strangelove by Stanley Kubrick. So really looking forward to. It. Who? <laughs> 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 Stanley. <laughs> 